0: Alright, good morning everyone. Welcome to the Gobin Wellness Sobriety Show. I'm your host, Bobby Baines, and uh, today, episode one, we will be covering my life story. And uh, we'll call this episode um, Bobby's Hit Rock Bottom. Um, So, uh, a little bit about myself before we get started on that topic. Um, You know, I'm the owner uh, and operator of Gobin Wellness, Life Coach and Counseling Services. Uh, We provide amazing services out in Calgary, BC, plus uh, Surrey, BC, and we are expanding in other provinces uh, as well, and we also cover the rest of the world on Zooms. We have uh, effective programs such as the wellness program that's geared towards depression and anxiety and personal growth and development. Uh, We also have a very effective addictions recovery program, it's a 13 session outpatient Uh, program uh, where I specifically work with uh, my clients or with you and uh, and I take you on the same journey that I took that I was taking myself Uh, so for me it all began at an early age Um, I remember taking my first drink out of my grandpa's bottle me and my cousin Vijay Um, we've seen our like in our culture everyone drinks right we're East Indian we're brown uh, and us brown folks love drinking right and uh it's such a um it's all around you so it really does normalize the behavior and for us uh we were so curious in in what our dads were drinking and, and our cousins and whatnot that we decided to take a drink out of my grandpa's bottle and it was a Picardi uh it was a shot of Picardi. and uh, i remember the feeling i had right after taking it I, I took the first sip i felt like puking i felt the buzz and i couldn't wait to do it again like it was it was truly um a bad but yet positive experience for me and um and it was funny because i chased that feeling for a very long time right like that buzz uh, was what really sold me um it was not so much the alcohol that i was chasing as the effect it has on my my mind and uh, for me I mean like a lot of people would you know go back and say oh I blame my parents I blame my environment i blame this 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 but at the end of the day I mean like yeah like my, my I did grow up in alcohol in an alcoholic home um, my household was quite chaotic and loud there's a lot of verbal abuse some physical as well there's a lot of um, um, trauma that I've experienced like my dad had a heart attack nearly died three times in the middle of the night and you know when I was a teenager so i mean um, there's definitely traumas but the 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 fact of the matter is i enjoyed alcohol i liked the effect it had on my mind and i liked to party like that's just the that's just my makeup that's who i was i'm a guy that loves to party i'm a guy that loves to be social i'm a guy that loves to be outdoors and uh, for me um 100 alcohol did all that for me right it 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 definitely made its entrance and and fulfilled all my internal needs um yeah man like i felt confident i felt like uh um taller lighter you know everything um and it made me feel good about myself and uh and yeah it made me feel comfortable that was another thing right like alcohol allowed me to connect with other people and uh, with that connection, like I felt like I knew so many people in the world, um, and, and just like the, and I guess that's why I had troubles in stopping alcohol because without connecting with people, like I found it very challenging to have fun in life. So I mean, in high school, I was kind of the weekend warrior. I drank on the weekends a lot. Um, it was never a few drinks. I drank to get drunk um, Fridays and Saturdays, and then Monday to Friday was school. I wasn't too good in school. Um, my main focus was really partying, um, but I got by, right? And so after high school, I uh, I went on a run for about ten years, partying, clubbing, drinking, and 100% my my drinking did uh, increase. Uh, it was not every day but probably every other day um you know obviously i wouldn't binge on every day i would probably have beers um like during the week or something but after on the weekends like 100 percent, i would binge uh i would drink to get drunk again right like that was my that was my fun that was life that was my center focus that was everything right but again i mean like it just amounted to so many downfalls i mean uh, I had DUIs, I was ending up in drunk tanks, I was into, in bar fights. I was um, unhappy at home. I was, um, you know, my relationships were, 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 were kind of hitting the bottom as well. And, um, and yeah, like I, I, I truly felt stuck in this alcoholic pit where my life was just on pause, like nothing was moving forward. And, uh, and I tried controlling my drinking, right? Like I tried stopping on my own, uh, for many years, but the problem was like, I would say in the morning, I'm going to stop, but by 5 PM, I would forget that resolution. And I would start again, right? It was this vicious cycle, um, that I was in where I would want to stop. Then I didn't want to stop. I wanted to stop and then I didn't want to stop. It is just. I guess that's what they call alcoholic torture, right? Um, I was 100% sick and tired of being sick and tired. And um, but I didn't know that it was a disease. I didn't know that um, there was a solution, right? Like I thought that um, I was giving up hope. I I honestly was giving up hope and thinking that I can stop this. Uh, Lucky for me, uh, I had to really lose a lot of things in life to really come to the realization I need help. For me, um, like I said at the beginning, my wife left, uh, I lost my business, um, I was in financial debt, um, I lost my relate- relationships with my family members, and um, most importantly, I lost myself. Like I, I, I honestly um, did not know the reason why I existed, and I did not have a purpose in life, I didn't know where I was going to go in life, and I had nothing to give to my son my wife to my family I, I was I was hopeless and I was um, useless right um, but yeah so that was uh, October 26 2014 and hundred um, percent by the grace of God or by the grace of the universe whatever you want to call it I don't know um, I looked up and I asked for help uh, first time I am not religious I'm not spiritual but for the first time ever I literally looked up and I asked for help and Funny enough, the next day something happened. Um, a thought came into my mind, and it said, "I better go see my doctor." And you know, I remember seeing Dr. Sandu in Surrey there, and uh, this guy's awesome. Uh, I, I went in there. I was all cranked out. I was on, you know, a solid cycle of steroids, and and I'm on alcohol, and I'm you know just done uh, cocaine the night before as well. So I'm just a mess, right? And um, and the funny thing was I've never cried in my life up until that point. I go to this doctor and this poor doctor got the worst of me and you know all as soon as I hit the first word it was tears coming out and uh, you know I'm just standing in front of him and he's wondering like what the hell's wrong with you and I literally just told him everything and I, th- I think that's what uh, the first step of recovery is being honest with yourself. Right and um, and really accepting that you hit a bottom and you need help, and I think I I, I was in that spot um, that day, uh, and you know I told him my whole situation. I told him what I've been doing. I told him that I have a problem and I don't know how to solve it. And uh, this doctor, being a great doctor, um, said to me that um, he can't help me but he can write me two prescriptions that will help. And it's funny because the first prescription that he wrote me, he wrote down N-O. He said, give this to your buddies. And the second thing that he wrote down was "aa," And he said, I suggest you go to a meeting. And, uh, and the best part is when you're hopeless, you're at a good uh, spot in taking suggestions and listening. Because you have no other hope, right? And so that's what I did. I mean, um, you know, I've always had uh, my uh, thoughts around AA, and I always thought it was like people from the streets and you know, drinking morning till night. And you know, I'm not that bad. I'm only drinking every day, but only in the nighttime. Um, You know, like I, I didn't really see the disease. I didn't see why I needed to go to AA, but I knew that I had no other option and I took his suggestion. And funny thing for me is like, I don't know, a lot of people on other channels, they say, you know, is not for them, or they don't need AA, but for me, like I've been going to AA for eight years, and it's the best thing that's ever happened to me. Uh, like I said, I love people, I love socializing, I love fellowship, and for me, it was not just so much drinking that was fun for me, it was socializing, it was connecting with my buddies and having fun and really uh, engaging in those conversations and just, Shooting the shit, right? And so, for me, AA's given me that. It's given me fellowships, uh, fellowship. It's given me friends. It's given me, um, you know, people that are healthy and positive and 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 sober, right? And so now I surround myself with people like that, and I live a pretty freaking amazing life. Uh, and I'm not gonna lie about that, right? So, AA has ha- definitely helped me, um, and I would definitely suggest that uh, route as well if you can check it out. Um, so for me, anyways, um, it's funny because I went to my first meeting. Uh, I remember it was in uh, Peace Arch Hospital. I'm from Surrey, so I didn't want to go to any Surrey meetings because God forbid uh, someone recognize me or know who I am. Um, but uh, so I went to a different city and I went to a different meeting. And and funny thing, like you know, like it, I didn't, I I totally expected something else, but it was like it was an amazing meeting, like all the people had come from all different walks of life you know all different colors all different races all different professions and you know and 100 percent, everyone had a different story but everyone experienced the same uh behaviors and and the same thinking and they really described to me the disease part of uh, like the, the the disease of alcoholism and how I was hopeless and powerless and that it's not, it was not my fault um, and yeah like hundred percent like that that felt really good to kind of really hear that and understand that it was something that I did not choose but something that it was just just happened to me right as a result of uh, you know a lot of things that we'll get into in, in the episodes coming up but um, but yeah so that's where my journey started And ever since then, like it's so funny, uh, you know, I remember that first meeting, someone said to me, hey, Bobby, there's more of, you know, your kind, which I think he's referring to brown people uh, at the meeting on Wednesday. And I I hit up that meeting um, because again, I I really enjoyed that meeting and I wanted more, right? And so I, I went to this meeting called Crescent Heights, uh, it's out in White Rock, um, and man, I'm telling you, it felt like home. That was the meeting that really um, made me feel like there was hope, there was a solution, and there was there were people that I wanted to continue this journey of sobriety with. And uh, and it's funny that that meeting became my home group, uh, and I'll cover all what that means in the later episodes as well. But that's, um, that's my home group and that's where I take my celebrate my sobriety every year um, and I met some great uh, men and women uh, and yeah man like my life's changed because of that group um, but after that um, obviously I needed more help uh, counseling and coaching and whatnot so I took a program as well. And uh, and that's where really I, I kind of dug deep and uh, alongside with my sponsor as well. Uh, but I really, uh, you know, like a program really helped me unfold the true uh, nature of my disease, which was not in the drink at all. It was rather in my mind and my thinking and my thoughts and my attitudes and my behaviors and my beliefs, in my attachments, in my, you know perceptions in my past experiences like i didn't understand all this stuff but man there's so much uh to learn uh but 100 percent like working with another person it really um allowed me to see the disease and ever since then uh, obviously i'll get more into that part in the later episodes but i just wanted to let everyone know like this way of living is something that i always looked for in the bottle like i've always looked for respect a sense of purpose self-respect self-love uh, value right motivation drive hope and uh and i never found it in that bottle right instead i found um hopelessness self-pity guilt shame remorse Uh, low self-esteem, disappointment, right? And, um, but in sobriety, man, like I found all that and much more. And uh, I live a pretty good life today. Obviously it's not perfect. Uh, I'm not going to sell you on that. But I'll tell you one thing. I am emotionally stable enough to deal and navigate through life um, sober, right? And I'm no longer mood altering. Uh, I'm, I'm emotionally going through life on life's terms naturally and it's, it's amazing and do I have fun? I think I have more fun now than than I did drinking because I mean um, I still travel all around the world. Uh, I just got back from Cancun, Mexico plus Disneyland and I partied it up. Uh, me and my brother-in-law and and my friends and my kids and my wife and my sister. We we just had a blast. And the best part was like I was present. I can and I remembered it. And I was fun with my kids and I was, and I you know, woke up early and worked out and I experienced every moment of that trip instead of just the evenings where I drank and slept throughout the whole day, right? So I mean, um, there's so much to sobriety. There's so much uh, that it relates to in terms of success and internal success. And honestly, now I'm moving forward in life. I'm no longer still. Um, I haven't gained this much success in the last 32 years of my life uh, compared to the eight, last eight years of my life, right? Like, So this stuff uh, is definitely the new uh, trend. Uh, if you look at the rest of the world, a lot of people are getting sober. A lot of people are becoming successful, um, and yeah, like uh, I wish to kind of talk more about uh, sobriety and 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 how to have fun in sobriety and and the steps of recovery as well in the episodes to come. But uh, this was my first episode. I'm very excited. Um, you know, I procrastinated for about a couple of weeks on this, but uh, like again, in sobriety now. I just do it. So that's all for today's episode. Um, Next episode we will be covering more on alcoholism uh, and I hope to see you guys then.